Religiosity episode 97. Back with Pastor Andrew. Today I want to talk to you about something which came to me this morning. I read a news which was reporting that Putin, the despicable Putin, wanted to move Trinity Icon by Andrei Rublev right. from the gallery to a lavra, to a monastery. Where, frankly, it belongs, or for which purpose it was painted, but uh, all the artsy world is up in arms because, uh, you you know, they uh, landed it or put it on loan to to that uh, monastery, and after a few days it returned completely damaged, you know, because those Russians are used to kissing the icons and all (laughs) sorts of things doing with it, but... Just, just that name, Andrei Rublev, immediately brought to me uh, a memory, uh, kind of like, uh, almost I would call it bitter or bizarre memory of watching several times uh, that uh, 74 hours long film called Andrei Rublev. It's a by... little over three hours. Uh, there's a, a two versions, maybe one, three and a half hours the most. Yeah, you see, I I knew that I am here with professionals, so but we all have a light, nice discussion uh, by Andrei Tarkovsky. Yeah, uh, it's famous film, yes. you know, and it was forbidden by Stalinist or Brezhnev uh, period. It was made in that short period in between Stalin and Brezhnev during uh, Khrushchev or at the end of the Khrushchev era or whatever. Uh, I, well, I think about that a late 60s, but maybe 66 60. or yeah. something like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because by 68, I know that Brezhnev was in fully in, uh, in mm-hmm. the saddle because mm-hmm. he invaded Czechoslovakia, my original homeland. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then this film was in safe, was not shown. And so when we finally could see it, uh, it became kind of like forbidden fruit and so we were mm-hmm. watching it and watching it and watching it but uh, it might be actually interesting for uh, western audiences and so on to refresh their memories and go through that torture of watching this film if you're watching it on your home in your home it might be slightly uncomfortable at times they have to see it on the big screen that's all yeah, it's 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 very long. It's highly convoluted. You can hardly make a sense of any narrative uh, storytelling. Uh, it is about a famous this. Russian painter of icons. Yes, uh, Andrei Rublev, uh, who lived in uh, medieval times, medieval Russia. Yeah. And why I am saying that it can uh, actually illuminate uh, Western audiences, mm. uh, it can give you a background about. Uh, Russian psyche, interesting, and uh, and so on. And you uh, you see the uh, when I call it uh, tortures, uh, it's partly tortures because it's so long. It's black and white. You can hardly, if you see it for the first time. I don't know about you, Peter, yeah. but there are three main characters, three monks, and 
you know, if you see it for the first time, all are Russian bearded, long haired, ungroomed kind of guys. And you cannot tell the difference between those three guys. Yes, who and are it's, also, it's also, yes, this is a good point because it's also told in a way where like we're, we're used to knowing who the main character is. We're used to knowing who who the story is about it usually films are told in a, in a narrative way and you know exactly why you're seeing this it's hard to know why you're seeing things and it's hard to really really uh, uh get in the mind of the person telling the story of what's important that's part of the yeah, reason yeah, why yeah, it's yeah. hard i i i fully agree but yeah. it, that makes it also like a window into russian psyche mm. partly i think mm. you know so tortures for me is at least that the uh, first two watchings uh and without reading um like a script you know yeah. or a basic outline <laughs> storyline yeah. you you are lost mm -hmm. it's uh, expressionistic yeah because it throws episodes at you That's right. which are highly charged yeah and and problematic and yeah that hardly charged and problematic is also because they they are about torture yes and i think that there is no uh, no dis disputation here between yeah. us about that because no. so many of those episodes or those uh how would you call it vignettes or or i don't know um they are larger than vignettes yeah that's right you, you know that's right. uh though those episodes is a good way episodes uh, are in one way or another about torture yeah you know or severe beating up to death suffering <laughs> suffering uh, and and you know uh, the other thing why it is so problematic these days is because uh it it mirrors uh the russian culture in 60s or something like mm -hmm. that uh and before you know it projects uh, backwards yeah. right. and and so you know also about, uh, you know, why it is not being shown that often, partly the length and partly uh, uh, animal rights activists are protesting because I don't know how many animals uh, were either severely beaten or killed yeah. uh, during shooting of this film. Yeah. You know, like horses, horses. are falling through the burning roofs some cows are being <laughs> it's not killed. funny but it's it's funny the way you're saying it because no. people won't believe it when yeah when just by hearing uh, it. dogs beaten to death i don't remember that yeah the, when when the kirill is upset about uh, not being oh, yeah. asked or something like that he, yeah. he he takes it out at the do at his right. own dog that's right. To the point that I don't think uh, that that dog uh, survived, yeah, you know, or yeah. something like that. So, uh, you know, it's it's just uh, so that's torturous part of yeah. it, you, you know. And then we see uh, that's clearly acted, or one would hope. Uh, the torture of human beings, right. you, you know, like uh, blinding people or gouging yeah. out eyes. Hot, hot uh, lava, lava-like uh, substance being poured in the mouth. Uh, how that? is it called? Uh, no, 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 lava-like. Uh, uh, it is, is molten. It? Molten, yeah. Molted. Uh, uh, steel, steel or something like that. 
It's like it's it's it's. it's you don't know because it's not color. Uh, That's right. uh, my my feeling is knowing medieval times to some degree. Uh, I I think it is uh, raisin, uh, you know, molten. How would you call it? Uh, bitumen or right, something okay. like that. You you yeah. know, uh, being poured into an open uh, mouth of a monk or yeah. priest or something like that to yeah. disclose where the treasure is hidden or who knows what it is. You know yeah. and. And and it is just done very realistically, very realistically. And 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 yes, that some of that the most torturous uh, events are associated with uh, the reign of Golden Horde or Mongols or that kind mm -hmm. of like uh, Central Asian uh, raiding tribes yeah. <laughs> from the steppes and uh, you know Kazakhstan or these stans yeah. and and so on. Uh, but uh, not only, you know, so in, in not all uh, viciousness and torture is uh, blamed upon those mm -hmm. coming from East, uh, that they can uh, similarly easily, you know, I mentioned gouging the eyes of artists so that they cannot do the art for a uh, relative, I think, or something like that there. But uh, that... Uh, I, I think that that can help. Actually, watching it can help you to understand uh, the butcher hmm. and how uh, how the Russians are behaving like animals, hmm. you know, and that they are not following Geneva conven uh, conventions of the war because they have never done that, <laughs> frankly. Uh, and uh, it's it's viciousness. The, you know, I, I think that historians are clearly sh telling us that, you know, the la Russian psyche or Russian uh, ethos is composed of those Eastern uh, influences. I mentioned Mongols and uh, Golden Horde and uh, civilizing principles for them. They're Vikings, believe it or not. Mm. Those were elites ruling them. Mm -hmm. uh, then came Orthodoxy, where Andre is pre presenting. Mm -hmm. You know, so you know, Orthodoxy is a civilizing principle, with <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh, with all its uh, arcane kind <laughs> of rituals and and all yeah. these kind of things and. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know, philosophizing about their own navel, and yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. I'm, I'm now ridiculing it. You know, yeah. but uh, uh, you know, self-obsessive uh, mm -hmm. philosophizing mm -hmm. and, and spiritualizing, mm -hmm. uh, and uh, and only on the very top of it, and that is not part of this film, uh, is the influence of. Um, of the Western world mm -hmm. that would come long after Andrei Rublev uh, with Peter the Great mm -hmm. to some degree. Mm -hmm. uh, the, the best who are uh, in that film are actually the just regular people. Yeah. And I would say pagan people. Even. Uh -huh. You know, there, there is that the, the kind of arcane and strange partly at night uh, uh, pagan ritual yeah, uh, yeah. 
uh, in midsummer. Right. Uh, That's right. Which there is again beating and killing. <laughs> Yeah, uh, but of them because the official religion is now yeah. orthodoxy. Mm -hmm. So don't come here with uh, mm -hmm. with that. Uh, you, you, you know. Uh, so, but, but th those are coming out the best. Right. You know the right. pagans and and the small people who are trying to survive under this uh, uh, onslaught yeah. of Mongols. Viking landlords, uh, imported Greek Orthodox Christianity, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, uh, or the jester, for instance, who gets beaten. Right. That's uh, like second episode or something like right. that. Who gets severely beaten after mocking, you know, boyars, which is like an aristo Russian aristocracy. Yeah. But mostly just vicious uh, thugs. Yeah. Uh, you, you know, and church, <laughs> yeah. you know, he's like any other jester, uh, mocking uh, authorities. Yeah. But while in, in uh, that there is a custom that these jesters are kept at the courts in, in, in Europe, mm -hmm. here they are severely beaten. Yes. You know, so that, that, that is why I think that, uh, you know, well, I it have can to push help back, us. But I have to push back and say, isn't, wouldn't any depiction of the Middle Ages of in anywhere in the world be similarly uh, about suffering and abuses? I mean, come on. The Middle Ages was a, it was a dark ages. I mean, yeah, this is a dark time. I, th there is a reason why we call it dark ages. Right. Uh, you, are, you are absolutely right. But I, I think that there is uh, something which, uh, maybe because of the familiarity and unfamiliarity, yes. uh, you know, uh, that uh, Western European or European, Central mm -hmm. European and so on, uh, uh, dark ages, are more familiar to us and so mm -hmm. are not as threatening or not as strange to us yeah. uh, as as those uh, eastern middle ages mm -hmm. this is a middle age you know that 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 is what, what we are talking about mm -hmm. even though it is on the outskirts of middle ages and that's another thing mm -hmm. you, you know what we normally consider a really dark age uh, would not almost apply for this because right, here earlier. we are around 1400 mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and that is when europe is going through getting civilized that's right you yeah. know it's it's the it's the end of what we normally call dark ages right. while here in in uh in, in rural Russia, we are clearly yeah. in, in in the most dark period, yeah. or however you would call it. Yeah. You, you know, that that is the time of the Czech Reformation. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They are already trying to strive for an uh, higher ideals mm -hmm. than what is being presented to to them by medieval church. Right. They right, want right. to step beyond magic of magic rituals, for instance, mm -hmm. and, and so on. And soon you will have the World Reformation coming uh, on its heels. Mm -hmm. uh, the other aspect of it is the overabundance of mud. <laughs> you know, yeah. or those 
visceral elements i would call it almost. yes you uh, if there is fire you have fire if right. there is water you have water if there is mud you have mud yeah. you, you know? it's just a dirty dirty time yeah, yeah. it's just <laughs> um, and and i think that uh, you, you know it is artistic way of looking at it uh, well that what do you think that Tar this is what what tarkovsky was trying to say was he trying to give the world a a, a, a peek into the the, the dark uh, soul of russia here is that why it was banned basically i, I think that it that's the reason why it was banned yeah. that they recognize that it is a mirror yeah you know it's a mirror and it is not only and and he was banned because they recognized that it is a mirror not only to a medieval russia it's a, a mirror to russia full stop mm. you know regardless mm. uh and and you know uh it's it's a parable mm -hmm. and it's partly historical but partly it is an historical fiction mm-hmm and that fiction is part that he is really shaping it as a parable mm -hmm. about what he is seeing around uh, himself and, and tries to see positive aspects. Uh, I, I think that he clearly sees them uh, in, in the pagan world mm -hmm. and in some sublime aspects of the artistry of Andrei Rublev yeah. you know, and his yeah. humanism. Yes. So he recognizes there uh, there are humanizing aspects of that uh, orthodox ideology. I would call right. it almost. Uh, and don't forget but, about the last little episode, which is very uplifting, which is about the making of the bell. And and that is uh, that is also where uh, I would see it as a parable. Uh, it starts with ballooning. Yeah, and it ends with making of the bell. Yeah, and the, those two both episodes have nothing to do with Andre himself. Right, you know he is not part of that. Uh, he shows up uh, at the very end of that, but yeah, you're yeah, right. Yeah. But, but it's not. But it's almost it's, like plopped on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but uh, the the the, and this is why I am calling it parable. Yeah. You know, or and and partly that kind of the Russian messianism because here Andre is uh, Andre. Uh, Andrei Tarkovsky is almost like telling us, oh, the, we, we Russians were flying balloons long before <laughs> uh, the French came up with that idea uh -huh. of a hot air balloon. You, you yeah. know, it, it would project that, uh, I, I don't know how many centuries earlier, yeah, you yeah, know. Yeah. Uh, and, and I know that almost like a caricature. You know, whatever, uh, the, so Russians were the first to fly uh, mm. uh, airplane. We mm. were taught in a school <laughs> or kind of uh, tongue in cheek. And of course, the, the, our Czech teachers uh, and, and so on, they were uh, partly educated uh, before communists <laughs> took mm -hmm. over. Or uh, So they knew <laughs> this is just, uh, the, the, the Russians were always the first and best and the biggest yeah. and, and everything. So here you have an example of that. You know, yeah. that's yeah. one thing. The, the, the other thing is, that uh, that it ends in failure. Mm -hmm. That's right. That's right. You, you know, it ends in failure and death, most likely, which is hinted. It's never yeah. kind of directly portrayed. Uh, this is the first thing the censors didn't like, probably. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and 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 the uh, and and the making of the bell. If uh, 
I think that the, the youngster is recruited to do that because all the uh, all his older masters uh, from whom he was supposed to learn or something like that were purged, you know, yeah. or that's or were killed or died or yeah. I don't know. But within the Russian realm of uh, post-Stalinist uh, Russia. Um, they yes. were probably perched and killed right. uh, or the sent to Gulag or, yeah. uh, you, you know, who knows what. So hitting too close to home there with that. And, and he is faking it. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The whole thing is faking it uh, and, and hoping uh, with, with fingers crossed behind his <laughs> backs and, and, and pretending he knows yeah. while he is just figuring it out as as he goes uh, yeah. trying to cast and biggest uh, bell Tsar uh, yeah. Kolokol there is a famous uh, there is a famous bell in Kremlin which is broken that's the uh. other thing you know which is as big as house oh wow because that's the other megalomania of Russia oh. they always want to have something yeah. which will astonish the whole world you yeah. know that they, they have that kind of uh um the the feeling of uh inferiority complex yeah and and they think that they can or they fight against this inferiority complex by making things bigger yeah and so tsar kolokol is uh, in Kremlin, or we were taught uh, while learning Russian by force, uh, that uh, it is in, in Kremlin displayed, and because uh, it broke, it is not hanging on any tower or anything, uh, <laughs> and it has uh, almost like a gate-sized piece broken off on the side, wow. so you can walk in. Wow. You know, or you would be able to walk in. People wow. can walk into that kind of bell. Wow. Uh, so it's partly probably based upon this kind of yeah. uh, lore uh, yeah. about big bells of, of Russia, you know, or something right. like that. Right. And uh, b so that's part, but it's almost for me, at least the way I've always understood that it's a parable or fable or something like that about their... Uh, these cr uh, framing episodes are fables about their cosmic adventures. Mm. You know, mm. their uh, uh, cosmos exploration, you know, or uh, their sending Yuri Gagarin and, and then uh, ending up in disaster because no one really knows uh, Yuri Gagarin or some of those first cosmonauts yeah. they call it not astronauts uh, right. that is american way of calling it here yeah. you see another example you know they have this word so we'll have our <laughs> own word for yeah. it you know so yeah. uh, there might be some still circling the earth uh, because right. uh, uh, you know hush hush and and you know all disasters were kind of swept under the rug right. and, and so on so that is almost like that a hot air balloon mm. kind of situation like you know and the bell is another you know, mm -hmm. uh, example. Yes. Uh, like when, when uh, all those e properly educated and with knowledge were purged, mm -hmm. then uh, some ambitious or <laughs> uh, 
guys are promoted yeah yeah uh and and they are trying by the seams of their pants yeah. to, <laughs> to pull it out and they and, think they're gonna and, die because it's not gonna ring yeah, yeah, or or you know, uh, in the end it rings. Yes, uh, you, you yes. know, so everyone is happy. But you, yes. you know, you know the tension which is uh, uh, in that film present. And uh, and speaking of having to see it many times, when the bell does ring, the image we see is of this woman that you don't you don't realize this the first couple of times you see it, but it's an image of this woman that we knew in an episode previous who was basically stolen by these Mongols. Isn't that also that woman which is part of those pagan rituals and, and so on? So there, there, well, there is this know. kind that, of... You might be right. Uh, I, I, I don't Maybe know, but, right. but there is this kind of end uh, and, and even... And she is going mad. Yes, and that, that's, that's, yes you're right. Yeah, yeah. That's the woman. Yeah, yeah. And then, But we see her and she's beautiful and she's on a horse. And so, so the, the fate that we thought was hers mm -hmm. you know just going to be you know raped or whatever is suddenly she's in a in a in beautiful shape and on a horse and i don't know what that what that what that's oh, trying to say i don't know what I, <laughs> I, now you are bringing something which i was i'm completely unprepared i i never really uh, deeply reflected on that yeah. but uh we we see this that that's that's the russian misogyny uh -huh. Through and through, uh, uh -huh. or uh, uh, devotion to women, who are very often carriers of of the culture, because uh, all the men are drunks mm. uh, and uh, are dying early, and and so on. But uh, you see that with that pagan woman who escapes uh, naked by swimming by the monks who at the same time turn away from her because they don't want to see her nakedness mm -hmm. as if that was something evil or whatever, you, you know, and, and then uh, her being sequestered or cared for in the monastery, I think there is an mm -hmm. episode also during the winter uh and and is being then taken by the mongols and now she is the same thing because that tells you that the russian boyars uh, the nobility simply took her probably from mongols <laughs> mm -hmm. and 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 made her into their own concubine mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so it is uh, like a symbol of borrowing from uh borrowing from mongols or returning it back and 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 this kind of viciousness towards uh women who are treated almost like an object mm -hmm. there and at the same time there is this devotion or recognition that they are those who are carrying the culture mm. you know uh, mm. i'm probably reading too much into that film but uh Again, that, that's a marvelous... There are so many ways of really seeing it as an... Uh, not, not parable. It, it's deeper than mm -hmm. parable because it has so many uh, uh, allegory. Mm -hmm. Broad, complex allegory of the Russian yeah. psyche. Yeah. Made something like... Uh, 50 years ago or 60 yeah. years ago, 60 years ago, yeah. uh, you know, almost 60 almost years 60, ago. Yeah. Uh, but 
to, to a large extent still valid. Interesting. You know, and you see, even even Tarkovsky, like by making it, is is moving himself like an observer, kind of away from from this this morass. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. But at the same time, recognizing, you know, how entrenched he is by that, mm-hmm. pulled into it, but at the same time disgusted mm-hmm. <laughs> to some degree. Uh, and it's like he uh, purged himself of this. Trying to, yeah, 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 using that film to to kind of uh, and that kind of feeling, you know, what can be done? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hardly anything. Right. Right. Because it's so deeply entrenched, yeah, yeah, and uh, and and painful in in many different ways. You know, the pain is going through the film. Mm-hmm. But we need to say, and I think you'll agree, people need to see this movie because of what you're talking about here, but also just because it is a a great work of cinema. Oh yeah, in, in yeah, all, yeah, in yeah, all yeah. aspects. Oh yeah, it yeah, is yeah. one of the masterpieces of uh, of cinema. I, I'm not saying you uh, that people um, must see it or have to see it or something like that. Because uh, if you can avoid that, uh, please do that. Uh, because it's it's full of nightmares. I actually had nightmares based upon this film. Really? Yes, to some degree. Uh, yes. See, I think it ends on a nice note, and so it, if it didn't, oh, no, I think no, I might no. agree with you. But oh no, no, uh, but um, <laughs> that that that's one thing. Uh, the other, but if you want, or if you have to, or if you desire, yeah, to understand the Russian psyche, mm. then that is an interesting window, including that length of that film. Yeah, yeah, because. Uh, Certain things they cannot say yeah. shortly. You know, right. It goes forever. <laughs> Thank you for bringing this. This was a surprise, and what an, oh, what an, it makes me, me want to watch the film again. Oh so no! Don't do that, that Peter. <laughs> you will regret that. I will. No, I've seen it maybe six times, all in the movie theater. Never. And once in our uh, in in our I church, did, I didn't go to that. You were not here. You were showing it. No, this was at your home. Who was? You no, 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 no. It was in the fifth floor. I remember we were showing it on on the fifth floor. I don't remember this. Yeah, you completely. You you see, this is what that film forces you. It brainwashes you. <laughs> it brains brainwashes it you. It melted my brain. Yeah. This film melted my brain. Yeah. So careful. <laughs> careful. Careful about this film. Andrei Rublev is kind of a cursed film. <laughs> that will make people want to see it because they're yeah, crazy. Yeah, sure. Thank you for this. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.